Scene one, Apple, take one. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome into Oops Caught Me Smoking, and thank you for clicking that play button, as always. And we got some big news opening up today. We recorded our first official episode of The Real Boys on Monday, and it was up and it was up and ready for you listeners up on Tuesday, up on YouTube, Spotify, where else? Uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes. Where it's come, it's going to be on Pandora pretty soon. It's going to be on all platforms very, very soon. But for right now, just stick to Spotify and go over there and check out the Real Boys. And on the first episode, we pretty much just did a meet and greet with the entire cast. So if you want to meet everybody, just jog on over there and we'll get, and you pretty much get a little bio on everyone. And now that I, now that we are officially launched, I can reveal the cast to you guys. We have, uh, myself, uh, Johnny Blaze from the crowd, the crowd chronicles. I can't always have a hard time saying that. Johnny Blaze from the crowd, the cloud chronicles. There we go. <laughs> and we got Phil Better from. We're gonna say invest in yourself, the digital entrepreneur podcast. I did it. <laughs> Phil would be so proud. <laughs> but we have Phil Better from invest in yourself, the digital entrepreneur podcast. First time's a charm. <laughs> and we have uh, comedian um, Chris Harvey also on there. We have. Zach Wiseman and um, Dylan Terry. They are from Crossing Streams. Uh, they are a podcast duo, so I kind of recruited the entire team. <laughs> and they do they do awesome things. Um, I believe Dylan's the producer of the show. Uh, Zach was pretty much the host of the of the unofficial episode zero, Meet the Cast. So Zach pretty much hosted the entire show. Now Zach is not going to be hosting all all the shows. We're going to be switching hosts. So whoever's movie, like I think next week it's uh, Chris Harvey will be hosting because his movie was on his top five of A Quiet Place is his movie. It was on his top five. So therefore, he will be the host of that show. And I will be the host of the second show, not not this coming Monday, but the Monday after that. <laughs> I will be the host because it's it's my show. It's my uh, movie that we will be reviewing, and it's called "It Is the Hills Have Eyes." So be on the lookout for that. We're doing big things. The uh, episode zero was awesome. It was hilarious. It was funny. We have a great set of personalities on this on this podcast, and I think I think we're going to do big things with this thing. And also. We have some big news with Oops Caught Me Smoking. We just, I had received an email. Nothing is official yet, but I did receive an email from the founder and C- CFO of, of Relevant. That's R E L E V N T. Relevant is an app over off of, that you can find in the Google Play Store. Um, so go check out that download. Um, Go check out that app because the C the CFO and founder of Rel, of Relevant of the Relevant app has offered to be a sponsor for Oops Caught Me Smoking. 
So that's good. <laughs> so you might be seeing some you might be seeing some ads here in the near future uh, for relevant here on this show. No, like I said, nothing's set in stone yet. I haven't made a deal or anything like that. Um, honestly, we really haven't even haven't talked about the what kind of sponsorship that we're going to be that they're going to be that the that they are thinking of. So once we get a hold, once we get a hold of them, and once we get a hold of them, then we'll be moving forward with that. Maybe depending on the deal. Now I've done my research, guys. I'm not going to sign over my show. Just to just for some just for some app. It's not gonna happen. I'm gonna be taking creative control of this show all the time. It's my show. It'll always be my show and I will do whatever I want with this show. It's mine. <laughs> so relevant, if you're thinking about doing that, thinking about trying to take my show away from me, think again. But I don't think that's the case at all. But I am looking forward to talking with the CFO of Relevant and moving forward with the sponsorship process. So if you're listening, sir. I'll let your boy. <laughs> but anything, enough with the big news. Enough with the big news intros. <laughs> we, we've done a little. We I've realized something now that my son, like, we're in, I'm going to go into like a little fatherhood story here because my son has re- reached the age of, he's three years old. He's He will be four in May. So, but he has reached the age that where dad is no longer cool. In the morning, he'll come up to me and he won't even say good morning. He won't even say hi, dad, or good morning, dad, or anything like that. He just comes up to me and goes, remote, dad. And so I have to fork over the remote. (laughs) That's what that means. When he comes up to me in the morning, he doesn't say good morning. He comes up to me and goes, remote, dad. I want the remote. So therefore, that means dad sacrifices sports center and hangs hangs and forks over the remote, which is all right. I'm okay with that. I can watch sports center on the computer. But that's what he does in the morning. There's no good morning or anything like that. But I've been trying to make him do it. Like, you better say good morning to me first before you demand stuff. <laughs> remote, Dad. Give me the remote. And uh, he'll always, he always turns it to the Disney, Disney Plus, which is awesome, by the way. Disney. If you don't have Disney Plus, guys, I, I'm not sponsored by Disney Plus, and I probably will never be sponsored by, by Disney Plus because of the whole marijuana thing. But... <laughs> Disney Plus has a has a bunch of great shows out there. My son's favorite show on Disney Plus is Little Einsteins. And when Little Einsteins comes on, he likes to sing along with this he'll sing along with the show with the theme song. You all know the song. If you guys if you guys are fathers out there, if you guys are parents, fathers, uh mothers, stepmoms, stepdads, whatever, grandparents, aunts, uncles, you guys know the show. You know the theme song. You know the theme song to Little Einstein. <laughs> like bump 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 everyone knows that theme song to the to the little einstein and my son will and my son will just start singing it and then you and then i'll chime in in the background and go rolling through the sky little einstein and then my son looks at me like what the fuck what the fuck are you doing dad no, you do not sing to my songs, Dad. You leave my songs alone. He just, it, it kind of, like, when he was little, he used to love it. I used to look at him and sing little Einsteins to him all the time and the peekaboo and all that stuff. Now he just looks at me like, the fuck are you doing? Like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> this isn't my dad. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> 
like a song, like I've been listening to my music, and now just be, I start busting a move in the kitchen. I'm white. I really can't dance. I'm like, I try, but I can't. And uh, he'll just look at me, like he used to. He used to just jump up and start dancing with me, but now he just looks at me like, "What the fuck are you doing? What the hell is wrong with you, man? Stop dancing. What are you dancing for? Knock it off." So my son has reached that age where his dad is no longer cool already, and he's already four, and he's only four. Well, not even four. He's about to be four. So what the hell is up with that? And what if I'll be singing my another thing though? If I'll be singing my favorite song, he'll he'll yell at me to tell me to stop, like stop, stop singing, bad, bad. And he'll tell me you're he'll tell me I'm bad. No matter if I'm good or not, he'll say bad, bad, stop. <laughs> Maybe it's because I tell his mom to stop singing all the time. Maybe that's why he does it to me. Kind of get a little get back. For mom, for mama, <laughs> telling dad he's terrible at everything. Don't you sing my songs, dad. Don't you fucking dance. And don't you fucking sing your songs either. You suck at everything. Don't do anything. <laughs> I think the only time for you to have a dick on your face as a heterosexual man, as a heterosexual man, for an okay time to be, to have a dick on your face is this, is if you're a father. That's the only time where it's acceptable and you can continue about your day <laughs> without without being traumatized with, I just had a dick on my face. Well, we, just, we have another son story. My son, he just, he was, uh, we were playing on the, wrestling on the bed and he stops and he goes, pee daddy, pee. I gotta go pee. And I'm like, all right, all right, dude. I'm like, we'll do this. And like, so we yank down his pants and then he runs in the bathroom and goes pee. And then while he's peeing, I just lay on the bed and I start watching TV. But when he's done peeing, he comes in and he jumps on me, like jumps on my, like I'm laying on my back with my head tilted with my head like, like this pointed towards a pointed towards the TV with my head on my, with the, my head on its side pointing towards the TV and I'm laying on my stomach. So he comes up, jumps on me and then like straddles my head. So therefore I have a, a baby leg here, like on on the front of my face and I have a baby leg on the back of my face and I have a baby peepee laying on my cheek. <laughs> so <laughs> and the worst of it is he doesn't he doesn't know how to shake yet. He doesn't have that shake thing down. So pee dribbled all the way down my face. <laughs> it was just it was kind of gross to be honest with you. I've never been peed I never had my face peed on. That's not true. He's peed on me many, many times when he was just came into the world when we're changing diapers. It it squirts and it hits you in the face and on the chest. It's 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 everywhere. There's pee, there's piss everywhere. Baby piss everywhere. But I had it rolling down my cheek. I had a baby pee pee on my face and I had a I had a baby pee rolling down my cheek. That's the only time where it's okay for a heterosexual male to have a penis on his face <laughs> and to be able to go about his day. <laughs> So there's my fatherhood get for you guys, my fatherhood story. <laughs> All right, enough of the fatherhood stuff. It's time to roll some beautiful weed footage, so do that thing. Banana Breath is a euphoric and mood-enhancing hybrid strain that's been known to offer users a sweet and fruity aroma with tinges of citrus undertones. Its genetic lineage stems from crossing the hybrid strains Mendo Breath and Banana Og. Banana Breath is a hybrid strain with more indica-leaning effects and was first bred by Thug Pod Genetics. Users can expect a slight cerebral and relaxing onset of effects that tends to set in shortly after being consumed. This hybrid cannabis strain produces dense and dark forest green buds.
Underneath the thick and frosty layer of trichomes you'll find several fox-tailed and horn-shaped calyxes covered in dark shades of purple and sparse burnt orange pistils. Beyond its unique and beautiful bud structure, users are welcomed with a delightful aroma and flavor of freshly sliced bananas, notes of pine, and citrus with a musky and sweet undertone. Banana Breath is an evenly balanced hybrid that can leave users in a euphoric cerebral state that can feel slightly psychedelic. It offers users a relaxed and calm state of mind, while also helping to relax the body's muscles and skeletal system according to reviewers. Consumers looking for a strain to help with depression, insomnia, or stress have said Banana Breath is an evenly balanced hybrid with the potential to help alleviate ailments of both the body and mind. Dominant terpenes in this strain are beta-caryophylline, limonene, and beta-mercene. This is probably one of my favorite strains I've ever smoked. This isn't my first time smoking it, but this is my first time doing a review on the podcast about it. And let me tell you guys, this is probably the best tasting weed I have ever, one one of the best tasting weed strains I have ever smoked. It's citrusy, it's piney, it's got an earthy taste to it. It is also good for depression, stress, insomnia. It's 26% THC and 0.2% CBD and the the effectiveness the affection the effectiveness time is immediately like it's going to as soon as you start hitting as soon as you start hitting this it's going to kick in like within 5 to 10 minutes Roll that got it tight Some people say tighter the tighter the better but I'm not all about that I like big hits. <laughs> I like the hit. Hit it really big. But we have taken, we're giving Rosé a break, you know, just because when I'm reviewing a taste, like t- uh, through a bong, it kind of filters it, it kind of filters the taste out, especially if like your, the bowl part of the bong is not clean and if the stem part of it isn't clean and if the water inside isn't clean and if the bong itself isn't clean, it can deviate from the, the taste. So I find that, Giving you guys a proper taste review is better with just smoking the joint, to be honest with you. And this tastes amazing. It's, like I said, piney, citrusy. It's more of an earthy tone going, like, exhale, but going in, it's pretty much it's pretty much citrus. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. So good. And another thing, as you can see from the beautiful weed footage, I stopped taking photos off the internet and started taking my own. I think it's better that way. That way I don't have people calling me and say, or messaging me and say, hey, uh, can I use your photos? And it's not my photo. I got it off the internet. (laughs) But now every time I roll beautiful weed footage, it'll be of the weed that I get. It'll be my my pictures, my footage, 100%. No more... No more yanking uh, pictures off the internet. I didn't get in trouble or anything like that. It's just, you know, I just want to be 100 with you guys. What I get, I want to share what I get, not what they're advertising. That's kind of the whole point of the podcast is to tell you what strains are good and to show you what strains, what the what the strain actually looks like 
coming out of the dispensary instead of looking at the menu because they always put the they always put the prettiest picture on the menu. They always do. And it's always right when that right when that uh right when the plant is picked and trimmed to make it look pretty. It's always right when that happens. But so my photos will be giving you the real real what I'm bringing out of the dispensary. So if I'm impressed with the dispensary, I'll shout them out on the podcast. If I'm not impressed with the dispensary, I will not. But I got this from Puffs Cannabis Company out in Bay City, Michigan. Big shout out to Puffs Cannabis Company. You guys have amazing products out there. So if you guys are out in the Tri-City area here in Michigan, the Bay City, Saginaw, Midland area, go over to Bay City and go on to your little Wii Maps thing and go hit up... Uh, or not oops but (laughs) go hit up um puffs cannabis company i go there all the time i pretty much get almost all of my all my weed there my uh cartridges i pretty much get all those there my not really my wax i go somewhere else for that i'll let you know when that i'll i'll holler them i'll holler them out here in a few weeks because i have some wax coming we're gonna do some wax reviews because i haven't done any in a while and i haven't done i haven't really did any dabs on the podcast for like a long time i I think ever since jordan came on and almost killed himself (laughs) but anyways yeah i rolled this way too tight hate that it's one thing i hate it's rolling my joints too tight but oh well it's not it's not a hill I'm willing to die on. So anyways, <clears throat> on the better th- on the more bigger and better things. Speaking of Disney Plus, I was gonna segue into Disney Plus, but then I had to do the beautiful weed footage for you guys and talk about some weed. And yes, the Quack Attack is back. <laughs> Disney Plus is coming out with a new Mighty Duck series. It's called The Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Now, Emilio Estevez, I think, is the only one that's still in this. Is I think the uh, uh, Emilio Estevez is the only returning uh, character from this from the movies because he plays I I don't know he plays like in a rink like I don't know like a, Z- a Zamboni driver <laughs> I guess that's what it says in the preview that's what he is in the preview so I'm just assuming but he is the I think he is the only original member cast member coming back um, who knows there might be some. Um, cameo spots for like joshua jackson or keenan thompson or i don't know anybody else that played in that movie the guy that played fulton (laughs) the guy that played dean portman i guess i don't know there might be some cameos showing up who knows we'll see but yeah i am looking forward to all those all you money duck fans out there i am very i am looking forward to that like money ducks was one of my favorite shows growing up as a kid like D2, when D2 came out, I bought the book, I bought the movie, watched the movie 300,000 times. But yeah, uh, my favorite part, my favorite uh, Mighty Ducks movie is uh, D2, obviously. <sighs> when it take on Team Iceland for the Gold Cup and the Junior Goodwill Games. <coughs> and then they break out the Anaheim, Anaheim Mighty Duck jerseys. That was fucking pimp back in the day. Fucking pimp. And you're just like, oh, shit. Shit's about to go down. They got the Anaheim jerseys on. You always wondered, though, if they were going to do that ever since the first one. And then they made, they named a team after the show. 
after the first movie. They named a team after the movie. So you always wondered if that was going to happen, if they were going to bust out the Anaheim, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks logos. And they did. And they did, and it was amazing. <laughs> and it was that's when you knew it was on, though. When they came out with those with those jerseys, those jerseys hold special powers, magical powers to make you guys to make hockey players play like hockey players, not like junior peewee players, just hockey players. They put that jersey on, and all of a sudden they could take a check, and they can check people twice as big as them, twice as big as them, and they can score all the goals and get all the assists and play dynamite hockey. That's what those jerseys did. You do realize in every single show they had like a, I do I do uh, enjoy those uh, monologues, those Emilio Estevez monologues. The third one didn't have one, but the first two did, where Emilio just straps on some skates and starts skating around, and they start playing the music, the dramatic music in the background, and then he has flashbacks, flashbacks of his father, saying, "You can do it, Gordon. Gordon, you're amazing. You can do this, Gordon Bombay." Gordon Bombay <laughs> skating around with his hockey stick. And then all of a sudden he finds the secret to life. Just like that. Figures out. Figures out the the secret and the goals that he has to overcome. <laughs> Every Mighty Ducks uh, show is the same. I really hope they do, they do something different with this one. The one thing I didn't like about the Mighty Ducks is the, the most racist thing I've ever heard on a movie. And of course it's on a Disney movie. The most racist thing I have ever heard out of a movie is something called the Oreo line. Now, for people who don't know what the Oreo line is, and if you watch the first Mighty Ducks, you know exactly what it is because you're probably in shock and awe like I was. But the Oreo line consists of uh, two black kids and a white kid, just like an Oreo. Forgive me if you think I'm being racist, but I'm not. I'm explaining this. I'm explaining to you why this is racist. <laughs> why I think this is racist. Obviously, it hasn't been taken down off of any of the Disney movies, so I guess we'll see. But I don't know. The way things are going nowadays, I'm surprised uh, Woody Woodpecker is not banned yet because just because of his name. But anyways, the Oreo line consists of Terry and Jesse Hall. There were two brothers. There are two Two brothers, and then uh, uh, Guy Germain, which was the white kid, which was the white kid in the in the middle. Now they called them, now the Hawks in the first one. Some uh, big kids in the Hawks, the bully kids from the Hawks team, called themselves. Oh, went oh look an Oreo line, and it stuck throughout all three of these movies. It stuck. I don't know. I'm not too. I'm not 100 positive about the third one, but at least the first two movies, it stuck. Because they call themselves the Oreo line. The Oreo line. Maybe no, because no, that's not true. I'm I'm gonna it was only the first one. So maybe they did they did catch on and say, okay, we can't we can't be saying this on the next two movies. But it was only the first one where they used the Oreo line reference. And it was basically it was two black kids and a white kid. And it was two black kids on the wing and a white kid in the middle. Oreo. So that is the most but that is the most racist thing I have ever heard in a movie. And I've heard the N-word in a movie, and I don't think that's as racist as an Oreo line. <laughs> at least if at least if someone's gonna drop an N-word in the movie, they're being blunt. 
and specific about it. I don't, I don't recommend that white people even use that word because I used to live in Saginaw, Michigan. Look it up. <laughs> I used to live in Saginaw, Michigan, and we knew we don't say that word. You know you don't say that word. As a white person, you do not say that word. You will get your ass kicked real fucking quick. Reels. For reals. <laughs> That's how it is though. When you if you drop if you think about dropping an N bomb or even accidentally doing it, you might get your ass kicked. <laughs> Make sure you know the people really, really well because you might get your ass kicked. Now I've had a lot of I've had uh some of my some of my black friends call me the N word. And I'm like, what up, my, you know, and I'm okay. I was okay with it. I've had them call me cracker too. So I'm not, I really don't care about the cracker word. I don't really find cracker as offensive. I don't really find anything that you call a white person offensive because anything that you call a white person, we brought it on ourselves. Our ancestors brought, well, our ancestors brought it on for us, but still we brought it on ourselves. Like call us a cracker. And I'm like, I'm not really offended for a cracker, Caucasian, whitey, or uh, pale face or nothing like that. I don't, I'm not offended by any of it. I'm not offended really by anything. I'm a big fat dude and people call me fat a lot and I don't care. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, before I, I got really off subject, I got really off topic on that one. But anyways, the Oreo line off the Mighty Ducks one movie is the most racist thing I've ever heard in a movie <laughs> by far. All right, guys, now it's time for the Netflix pick of the week. My, This is a new segment where I go on to Netflix every week, and I pretty much tell you about a show that I watch or I enjoy watching. And I'm pretty sure everyone's pretty much watched 90% of the stuff on Netflix because that's all we do nowadays with the Rona, with the Corona out. Let me relight my joint here. With the Corona outside, that's pretty much all we do nowadays is pretty much watch Netflix and chill inside. So my so my Netflix pick of the my Netflix pick of the week is a show called Disjointed. And if you don't know what Disjointed is, you you should because <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Disjointed is about an old lady and her son that run a marijuana dispensary. That run a marijuana dispensary. Uh, Kathy Bates is the is the star in it, obviously, and they have these two people. They have these. I don't want to give away everything, but it's pretty much uh, Kathy and Kathy Bates plays the old woman, and she has a son. Then they run a marijuana dispensary, and it's pretty much a comedy. It's a comedy show. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. They have these two. They have these two characters on there named Dank and Dabby, which is played by Michael Red from SNL, and some chick I've never heard of <laughs> or seen before. But those two make the entire show. So go check out Disjointed. I I pre I enjoyed that show so much. And the one thing I did I did like about it are the stoner commercials they have in it. Like the uh, for instance, they have a Del Taco commercial where a bunch of stoners go in there and order a bunch of stuff that has nothing to do with a taco restaurant. So, like, one guy orders a keychain, a lighter, and a pack of Pall Malls or something like that, and another girl goes in there, and, and she orders stuff, but she doesn't have enough money, and she goes, stop being a bitch, and just take the money. And, she's, and another one goes, 
I don't have enough money, but that doesn't mean I have to eat the whole taco and shit like that. And at first I didn't like those because they kind of made um, stoners look stupid. You know, we're just like they're the we're the high ons that don't do shit in our in lives. When in actual and when in actuality, we are uh, lawyers, we are plumbers, we are roofers, we are contractors, we are uh, restaurant workers, um, servers, uh, cooks. Uh, you name it. You there's a pothead doing it. The guy that the nice the nice kid that walks you to your pew at church. Fucking stoner. I almost guarantee it. Because if he wasn't stoned, he wouldn't be able to, he wouldn't be able to take that mothball scent that you have in your clothes, <laughs> or the the patchouli scent. Oh, I hate that that patchouli scent. Why does why do women think patchouli smells good? It doesn't at all. It smells nasty. It smells like you're rolling. You just roll around in dirt. That's what it smells like. Roll around in dirt, wet dirt. <laughs> but anyways, in all actuality, there were the people that you see every single day. Stoners that you where you see us every single day and you don't even know it. But those commercials, I kind of, I kind of, I don't know why she put them on there exactly, but I kind of have a feeling. I have a, like an idea. It's to show it's to show us stoners what other people think of us, pretty much. Like other people that look at you and say, "Oh, you're a stoner, or you smoke weed, or you use cannabis for medical purposes." This is what those people on those commercials are what those people see us as and it's kind of sad to be honest with you because you run into us every single day and you don't even know it the guy helping you pick you out pick out your groceries the construction worker working on the roads He's probably not high while he's working, but I guarantee you when he gets out, he's smoking something. The restaurant workers, they're all high. (laughs) Trust me, I was one. (laughs) We're all high. Especially cooks. Especially cooks. Especially cooks out there. They have to be. That's the way it is. They have to be. You have to have that escape while you're working. That's all there is to it. But that's, that's, it's everybody. It's everyone, everyone that you look at every single day, people that don't smoke. <laughs> it's everyone that you look at every single day. You run into us all the time and you don't even know it. Imagine that. So, no, we are not all those stoners that you'll see on those commercials. Uh, stupid stoners. We're not all stupid stoners. A lot of us are functioning stoners and we're very, very good at it. <laughs> and a lot of us, Smoke weed because we need it for ailments like pain, insomnia, uh, stress, depression. Uh, it's been PTSD. It's it helped me get off of it. Get off, uh, kick my addiction. It, it helps addicts. It helps addicts kick opioids, opiates, opioids. Can I say opiates? It's probably opiates. Uh, helps addicts kick opiates. Um, in my case, uh, alcohol. It helped me stop drinking very easily. Just uh, drinking with quitting drinking was very very easy to me once I once I started smoking full time. I didn't need I didn't need booze anymore. I actually enjoyed smoking weed more than I did drinking 
booze. And it's been eight years since I've touched anything that has anything to do with alcohol. Eight long years. It doesn't even seem like eight years, to be honest with you. As a recovering addict, it doesn't seem like eight years. I have, I have, I have also had my issues with uh, cocaine. That was my other drug of choice. <laughs> my other addiction, as you can say. Um, I didn't, never really came out like this on the podcast, but... But that's what it helps. Like marijuana helps. It heals. It's not a drug. We need to stop use looking as marijuana as a drug and more as a medicine. And that's all I have to say for today, guys. That's all. That's the episode. Thank you for watching. Oops, caught me smoking. And thank you for sticking around until the end for my little, uh, <laughs> my little um, message. We'll say that as public service announcement. Stop treating. Stop treating stoners. Badly, because we're everywhere. We're the person you know. You, you, we are your family. Take that, for instance. <laughs> but anyways, guys, go check out The Real Boys. If you haven't already, go check out The Real Boys. It's over on YouTube, Spotify, uh, Google Podcast, iTunes, all that good shit. It's, go check them out. Um, go check us out. There's seven, eight of us. There's eight of us. <laughs> And it's a it's a great time. We have a great, we have a blast doing it, guys. Um, thank you for hanging out with me and listening. Also, tell a friend to tell a friend. Make sure you share share your ass off on this podcast, guys. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Share sharing is caring. I love you guys. Stay up. Peace. One apple. Take one. <laughs> Smoking, oh, she got me smoking. It's a motherfucking podcast.